1: Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We can sometimes get the impression that God loved us more when we were sinners than He does now that we are His children. When we were sinners, the evangelist appealed to us softly and tenderly to come just as we are because God loved us and will receive us with unconditional love. But after we received salvation, we heard a different message, one of conditional love. It's a message that says you are saved by grace, but if you want to stay saved and blessed, then there are many things you have to do. Is that how it is? No, Paul says, if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? If God gave us his very best, his own dear son for us, when we were his enemies, shaking our fists as it were in his face in rebellion, much more does he love us now that we are reconciled to him? There's a well-known saying that goes, I asked Jesus how much he loved me. He stretched out his arms on the cross and said, this much, and nothing's changed.
0: This is Set Free with Ken Legg. And thank you for joining us. Do stay with us for the next 10 minutes as we toss around this big subject of salvation. And is it forever? And uh, yesterday we looked at how we can tend to look at salvation from a human perspective, but it's much, much bigger than that. It stretches from eternity to eternity. And the Father is the initiator of our salvation and the one who takes responsibility for it. Now, Ken, you mentioned the phrase, once a son, always a son, yesterday. Probably a good place to start. Yeah,
1: we're born again and we can't
0: be unborn. But, Phil, the next thing the
1: Father does after saving us is to actually hand us over to the Son for safekeeping. In his prayer in John 17, Jesus said that the disciples had been given to him for safekeeping. He said, I've manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Then he goes on to say, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those you gave me. I have kept. Now in a similar way, Phil, we have been given to Christ as a gift from God. And the only reason that we came to Christ is that we had been given to him by the Father for safekeeping. Remember Jesus said, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me
0: I will by no means cast out. Mm. I remember as a kid going to church and the uh, the minister at communion time uh, would come up and to the kids, he would uh, draw a little cross on on their forehead. And oh gosh, that felt nice. It's a little tickle. But he would say, may the Lord bless you and keep you, that he would keep you. It's comforting yeah. to know that yeah. Jesus not only saves us, but he's responsible for keeping us. Yeah, I think many of us know, you know, Jesus' ministry as Savior, but
1: not really many know what it means for Jesus to be our great high priest. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, bearing testimony right now, right this very moment, to our righteousness. And of course, that's a constant thing. But he's also interceding for us. Paul says, Who is he that condemns? It's Christ who died, and furthermore is risen, and is even at the right hand of God also making intercession for us. Now, what does that really mean? Well, I think we see an example of that in the ministry of uh, Jesus to Peter. Do you remember when Jesus announced that they were all going to let him down and run away? Mm-hmm. And then Peter said, oh, these might, but not me. Yep. Uh, you know, Don't put me in the same class with them. So straight away he started you know, manifesting his fleshly confidence. And uh, Jesus said this to him. He says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And we know that Peter failed, but his faith did not fail because Jesus interceded for him. And in a similar way, Jesus saves us to the uttermost. And that's why Jesus said, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. Now, that phrase, by no means, in the original language, in the Greek, it's a very strong expression. It's, a, it's what we call a double negative. It means, I will never, no, never
0: cast out. Yeah, it's pretty strong. And yeah. I guess that leads to our security as Christians, not only being in the Father, but also in the Son. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus said, I give them
1: eternal life, and they shall never perish Uh, no one will snatch them out of my hand. I love that. I'll tell you why in just a moment. He said, no one will snatch them out of my hand. Then he said, my father who gave them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. Now, why I said I love that is because when I first got saved as a young man, 13 years ago, a few years ago now, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that led me to the Lord, the pastor. You know, the Bible says about lies. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, what is a few? I mean, your, your, your idea of a few and mine might be a little bit different. <laughs> might be out by a few decades. <laughs> but uh, the man that led me to Christ, the pastor that led me to the Lord, he took a coin and he said, this is your life. And he put it in his hand and he said, your life is hid with Christ. Uh, that he was quoting actually from Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. He said, your life is hid with Christ. And then he wrapped his other hand around it and he said, with God. Mm -hmm. Your life is hid with Christ
0: and with God. It's double wrapped. He said, now no one can get you out of there. So your life was like that coin in the middle of his fist and then his God wrapped around the other hand. Yeah, I mean that's what. That's, what a that's great what, picture!
1: That's what Jesus said. He said, "Look, you're in my hand. Nobody can snatch you out of my hand. And
0: you're also in the Father's hand, and nobody. You're certainly not going to get out of the Father's hand. And it's pretty hard to wrestle something out of somebody's hand like that. You know, you might argue that none might snatch us from Jesus' hand, all the fathers, yet we can still wriggle out ourselves. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've heard that argument, and
1: uh, it reminds me of a. Uh, well, first of all, I would say this, you know, would we want to? <laughs> yeah. Would we want to? You know, get me out of this security in Jesus. I want to go to hell. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. No but thanks. but look, let's say, let's let's just uh, um, take that argument a little bit further. I, I remember hearing this story. It goes way back into the days of uh, the slavery in, in, in America. And uh, this black slave woman who is a Christian was sharing her confidence that Jesus who saved her would keep her as well. And, uh, you know, he she quoted that verse, you know, that none will snatch them out of his hand. Mm. And then she said, and, and and also he's in the father's hand. So no one will snatch them from the father's hand, the, the one who trusts in Jesus. So so I'm secure because I'm in his hand. And her mistress, who was also a Christian, didn't believe in eternal security. Yeah. And she said, just what you said, Phil, she said, well, you can always wriggle out of his hand. And then she said, oh, but madam, you, you don't understand I'm not just in his hand. I'm the little finger of his hand. <laughs> yeah, and that's so true. You know, we are members of Christ. We are the body of Christ and members individually. So when we were saved, we weren't just even put into his hand. We were more than that. We were mm. become a part of his hand. Now, it's, it's like saying, well, can we imagine the body of Christ in heaven dismembered? You know, members of the body that were there now, you know, cut off. Mm. the body disfigured, you know, without a nose, without an ear, a few fingers missing. You know, it's just kind of ridiculous to think of it that
0: way. Mm. And we're, we're kind of grafted in, aren't we? Grafted in, yeah, that's a good term. It's good to remind ourselves of these things, though, because as you said at the beginning of the program, sometimes we can get the impression that God loved us more or valued us more somehow when we were sinners than what he actually does now that we're children.
1: Yeah, and I think um, that's a sad thing that we get that impression because then the the pressure comes upon us. Um, in fact, only today, Phil, I had uh, the
0: Colts on my door, and um, I think they make a beeline for me. <laughs> but you know, no, I of, rang them and said, "Go around and see Ken with you." Yeah. he needs some stimulating conversation before he comes in, in, in here oh, to record. You're, you're responsible. Eh? <laughs> um, but you know,
1: as I was sort of as I closed the door after we'd had a discussion, I came away thinking, you know, I remember those days when you, you know, you because I shared with them that our salvation is in Christ. But it's always, yes, but we have to, and we have to, and we have to. And it sends us back into self-righteousness. Now, self-righteousness does two things. Number one, when when you're going well, then you tend to become puffed up mm. and, and confident in yourself. Yeah. Of course, when you're not going well, and it's hard to go well all the time, then you come under condemnation. That's why the gospel is liberating. And Paul says, stand fast in this liberty. With which Christ has set you free. Don't come, don't be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Don't come under that pressure to perform in order to stay in the body of Christ. You know, salvation is of the Lord. I love that phrase in the book of Revelation where it says, Salvation belongs to our God. That's what we will be singing throughout eternity. Salvation is God's from beginning to end. It all belongs to Him and to Him be the glory.
0: Good reminder that salvation is forever. That's our theme this week, and we'll have more tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies, and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book This Is the Life, which features topics from today's message,
0: visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.